Hello, listeners. This is 11-year-old Sienna Salcedo, and you're listening to Eco Fashion Frenzy with Sienna for Kids. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Tarina Hill. Tarina has been a fashion designer for over 20 years and owns a fashion design makerspace called the Fashion Design Center of South Jersey. Mrs. Hill, can you begin by sharing with our listeners a short summary of your career in fashion? Sure. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Sienna. This is so exciting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, when I was your age, when I was 11, is when I decided that I was going to be a fashion designer. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. And so I went to a, uh, an art magnet program. So it was a uh, regular junior high school that had um, separate classes for kids who were artistically talented. So I got to spend two hours a day, every single day, working in art for seventh and eighth grade before I went on to my regular classes. And so I was pretty committed to becoming a professional designer even when I was in junior high. And then I went to high school and I took fashion design classes there. And then I applied to the Fashion Institute, I'm sorry, the Fashion Institute of Technology is where I wind up going. But I also applied to the Art Institute of Philadelphia and that's where I went first. So I studied fashion merchandising first but my, my first love was always fashion design. So I eventually switched my um, colleges, went to New York City, and earned my degree in design from FIT. Oh, wow. um, but even when I was in college, I had um, jobs in the industry. My very first job was working as a spec technician for um, the Timberland Company. And the office was in the Empire State Building. So I thought that was oh, really wow. exciting. Yeah, it was really exciting. And so I was only, I want to say 19 or 20 then. Oh, wow. And I'm 44 now. So <laughs> I've been doing this for well over 20 years. I've worked in many um, corporate companies like the Children's Place and Capelli New York and Me Too Shoes as a footwear designer, a technical designer. And then in 2008, I went off on my own with my own line of um, accessories, and I've been on my own ever since. Really cool. That's um, all you. So you've pretty much done everything. <laughs> I've done a lot. I started out making clothes. It wasn't until maybe 2000 and maybe 2000, actually in the year 2000, when I realized that I really wanted to learn to make handbags, shoes, jewelry, and accessories. Like that was my passion. Up until that point, it never really dawned on me that there was such a thing as an accessory designer. I always thought fashion designer meant making clothing. Yeah. But once I discovered, not only was there a thing as an accessory designer, but my college had an accessory design degree program. So I switched my major and I got accepted into the accessory design program and I earned my degree in accessory design. That's super cool. <laughs> okay. What is your inspiration for your design? 
I'm really inspired by indigenous people, tribal people. I really love, um, because I love graphic designs. I love um, really, I love lines and I love shapes and I love textures, but those that really remind me of a very simpler time. Like I love um, to look at um, African art, I love, love, love to look at Indian art. Mm-hmm. And so those um, those countries and, and their ancient artifacts always keep me inspired. But even, you know, when I look at modern art, I'm inspired by the movement and the shapes. And so I, I do get my inspiration from a lot of different places, but specifically I love... Um, just the thought of international um, influences. My work uses a lot of fabrics from um, different countries in Africa and um, Indian influences as well. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, like how Indian, the culture, it's super colorful. It's very, it's very like when you see like a pot or an outfit, it's like, wow because like all the they put so many details the, yes the details it's, yes. it's just very beautiful it really is uh-huh. okay when did you first get introduced to the idea of eco fashion honestly it came by mistake um <laughs> i was always a thrifter like that's my pastime when i'm stressed out i love to go to antique shops or thrift shops so that was always something I did as a child into my adulthood, even today, even, you know, when I get with my mom or my grandma, who, um, you know, was now my late grandma, but me, my mom, my daughter, the four generations, all we wanted to do was get together and go thrifting or go antiquing. So I always loved finding old things or used things and finding new purposes for them. But when I was in college studying um, handbag design, I was using the most luxurious leathers and exotic skins that I could get my hands on. Mm-hmm. But when I created my first collection, I realized that I was using very expensive, you know, like crocodile skin and eel mm. skin and different yeah. uh, textures of suede. And not everyone really had the, uh, I guess they loved them. They thought they were gorgeous. They were beautiful, but they were expensive. You know, they were very expensive. And I think that my customer base, they were just like, they're beautiful, but where am I going with such an expensive handbag, you know? (laughs) So um, I started thinking about how can I still keep the quality of my bags without um you know losing the beautiful because i love leather without um trying to change what i am and what i love i wanted to continue to work with leather and to use exotic skins maybe as trim but i knew that if i could use recycled leather if i can take leather that was a jacket or even you know a pair of leather pants or I had one friend who stripped his entire leather sofa and gave me (laughs) this big, 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 I can't even describe how big 
this piece of leather was oh, wow. on the other sofa. It was just, it took me maybe six months to use all that leather. Oh, wow. Leather. <laughs> you know, and so once I realized that I can get beautiful leather coats from, from the past and turn them into um, accessories that we use today, that was it for me. I mean, for one, it's each piece is unique and each piece is beautiful. And um, for two, I'm saving these leather garments from the landfill, you know? So it's just, um, I, 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 unless there is an absolute reason or need for me to go and use a brand new piece of leather from a leather supplier, pretty much 90% of what I make is from recycled leather. Oh, yeah, that's good. Wow. Yeah, um, that's super funny, that story. Uh, <laughs> I've had, I've had, like, my sister, I, did, I started remaking eco, eco handbags at first out of jeans, and so my oh, older yeah. sister collected jeans from all of her family, and she came to our house with, like, four four to eight bags of just jeans. Wow. It was wow. like a whole bunch. And I ended up making like uh, 40 handbags out of like, pockets. I used like everything. That's amazing, yeah. Sienna. So yeah. When, when my son, who's now two, when I was carrying him, I asked um, my family to give me all their old jeans because I wanted to make a quilt from every member of our family I wanted to have their jeans in his quilt and that's what I did so you know it's really yeah. great when your family pitches in and they help bring your vision to reality <laughs> uh -huh. that's a really good idea <laughs> okay in what ways do you think eco-friendly fashion designers can help save our planet Ooh. well for one if we are you know Considering the fact that fashion is the second most pollutant um, industry in the world, second only to oil, there's a lot we need to do as fashion designers. You know, I think that enforcing or influencing people to buy new clothes every time, you know, you, you design a new collection, you know, most fashion designers, the big ones, they design fall collections, they design spring summer collections, they design resort collections, you know, if they're and they're always putting out new accessories. And so if they're always influencing us to always buy the newest, latest thing, then they're influencing us to create a lot of waste. You know, there's no reason why you need a new pair of jeans if you have 20 pair of jeans that work just fine but you know you feel this pressure to always buy the newest the newest the newest and i think that mentality for one needs to change but also you know to be a eco-friendly designer i think it's important to try to influence the people who love your brand to find different ways to wear the things that they already have in their closets. I know that, you know, the whole purpose of a business is to make money, but 
if you can show that your clothing lasts longer, that it's very well made, that it's not cheaply made, that you can have it around for five, six, seven, ten years, then people will spend more money on each item that they purchase from you, knowing that they're gonna have it for a longer period of time. So I think it's really important that fashion designers start thinking about quality more than quantity. And then lastly, I think that there's no reason that designers aren't using and reusing materials that already exist. You know, H&M, they get a bad rap for being fast fashion and, you know, possibly um, participating in like, um, I don't know, child labor because, I mean, their clothes are so cheap. It's like, how on earth can a pair of pants cost $10? Like, you must be paying people pennies to produce, you know? But I will give them credit for initiating this program where you can take all of your old clothes that you can't fit anymore and bring it to H&M, and they'll give you 15% off your next purchase. So I think that more designers need to come up with a program like that. People bring you their their old garments, keep them and recycle them and, you know, use the fibers to make new garments so that you're constantly recycling and you're not just adding to the landfills because this planet can't take much more. Mm -mm. Yeah, I totally agree with everything you're saying. I was actually recently doing research on um, global warming and I found out this was a study that happened two years ago and two years ago they said we only have 14 years to change all the global pollution and the global warming or else if we don't change it in 14 years well now 12 the years be like inhabitable mm-hmm. yeah if you've seen Wally the movie it's it it might have to be like that where um, you know, they create some sort of thing and we're not able to be, to, to live on earth anymore. That's and so, so yeah, I think we, yeah, I think fashion has, uh, you know, fashion has like the second biggest impact. So fashion should be the main one, like. To make changes. Yes, yeah, to make changes. You have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm so proud of you for knowing that at such a young age. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> How have you managed to make some of your own designs eco-friendly? Uh, well, like I was saying, you know, I'll show you an example. Uh, this was a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. It's from the 80s, like uh-huh. it was donated <laughs> from, you know, I have people at this point who just send me their old leather stuff because they know I'm going to make something beautiful out of it. <laughs> and I took that and turned it into a um, laptop case. Wow. And That's so. A good idea. So yeah, there's a green leather jacket. I don't have that pulled out because I've already cut that all the way up. <laughs> and so now it's a another laptop. Case. Oh wow. You That's know, really so um cool. This was a leather jacket and now it's Whoa, a that's that's it's a really good idea. Clutch, you know? That's cute. Thank you. And so yeah, I just um I turned things into new pieces. These are leather cuffs. Oh wow. You know they're, they're jewelry. Cute. 
but all of them used to be leather garments. So, um, I, but I still use, cause you know, I started with exotic skin, so I still use snake skin and, mm. and, uh, exotic skins as trim, you know, just mm-hmm. for a little punch, but, um, you know, most of my pieces are made primarily from recycled skins. Cool. That's those are super cute. Like those Thank are you. very, very creative. Like, like you just look at a jacket and say, "Ooh, I'm gonna make this into a laptop." Yes. Case. Like that's I, that takes a <laughs> lot of creativity. You know, it is. It's a blessing because you realize, you know, now that I'm a teacher, also you realize that it's not an innate. You know, it is an innate skill. Is what I'm, I should say. You know, everyone doesn't have that vision to look at something and say, that jacket will look so much better as a backpack, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, we all have our gifts, and I guess that's uh-huh. one of mine. Yeah, that's super cool. Okay. What advice would you offer to kids hoping to enter the field of fashion? Hmm. I would offer the advice of studying ecology. Because I feel like if you are born with a natural, innate gift, like you have been, you know, to uh, be a designer, to have creative ideas, that's great. But you don't want to add to the problems of the world. You don't want to add to the mass consumption. You don't want to add to the mass waste. You want to use whatever your gifts and talents are to make the world a better place. And so I would um, really hope that the new generation are coming up with innovative ways to make fashion that's reusable. Um, I, I get all these like newsletters from um, technology companies and what's happening in design. And this is one I got maybe a few days ago. This company is making hoodies for homeless people that doesn't soil, basically. You know, so if you maybe lay down in dirt or lay on the ground, you just dust it off. Like it doesn't seep into the fabric. Mm-hmm. And so you don't ever have to wash it. It stays oh. and it stays fresh smelling too. Not only does it not soil, but it also smells fresh all the time. So, you know, just finding and and also I've seen for the homeless um these winter coats that zip up and become um what do you call them sleeping bags. You know? Oh. Yeah. So just Cool. Isn't that amazing? You know, yeah. just finding ways to make fashion that really and honestly makes the world a better place. I, I hope and pray that that's what the next generation is going to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has been a pleasure being able to interview for this episode, and I thank you for your time. And I thank you, listeners, for joining us for this episode of Eco Fashion Frenzy with 